and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast. It's still February. We're still in a lockout, but you know what? The sun is out today, and I wasn't going to have a podcast today. Um, but you know what? The sun is out. I'm on the back deck. Now, for you long timers out there, uh, this is how I do the podcast most of the year. Um, now, of course, we do have a snow coming, but for today, it's in the low 50s, so I have a sweatshirt on, and I'm sitting in the sun. I'm probably getting a tan, and I'm out on the deck where we have most of our podcasts. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking about, I mean, I could care less about the lockout. They're supposed to have extra meetings this week. It's not going to matter. This thing's going to go on forever. It's whatevs, right? So, I mean, we're kind of focusing on just the minor leagues because I don't know if the Pittsburgh Pirates are ever going to win. I mean, at least with Ben Sherrington, like, I don't know if he's ever going to do anything other than trade people at max value. Um, And uh, outfielders, we don't even have any outfielders left to trade at max value other than Brian Reynolds, who reportedly is on the block. I mean, we're in a shutdown, so there's nothing we can do right now. For all we know, there's already a trade worked out with Seattle or Philadelphia or Miami or some other team for Brian Reynolds. But I mean, I guess the reason you wouldn't do it, well, I guess if you cared about the major league team is you don't have any outfielders to play at this point. But I mean, we don't really care about the major league team. They're not shy about it. And I don't know if we're ever going to care about the major league team. So We're kind of like looking at the minor leagues and I was taking a look at the outfield and it's very thin, right? I mean, the first part I can look at, because it's so thin, um, I can look at last year's draft, which was actually the 2021 Pirates draft, right? Uh, And I think I could pull that up on my phone. Yes, I can. Okay, so we did try to get a couple of outfielders in last year's draft. Now, as we know, Some drafts you get one or two players. Some drafts you get no players. So I don't know if any of these guys are going to pan out. But the one guy that I like, that a lot of people seem to like, is Lonnie White Jr. Um, He is a guy that has a lot of skills with a Z um, in the outfield. You know, he's got the defense. He's got the athleticism. The guy can actually hit a little bit. And he played several sports. And he was going to go to Penn State to play football and basketball and baseball but you know what for some reason I still can't figure it out but for some reason he decided to sign with the Pittsburgh Pirates and take the money and you know we're glad that he did because we don't have many outfielders Um, Lonnie White could be part of an outfield in the future um, with Matthew Frazier and God knows who else because we never sign anybody and we don't really have too many other you know, people out there, unless like Anthony Alfie, Anthony Alford pans out, or unless we keep Ben Gamble forever, right? Or if by some miracle, um, Swaggerty pans out, or, you know, who knows, you know, there's other guys that we're going to throw out there, but, um, you know, I don't know if we're going to have an outfield of Smith Nigma in center, um, Matt Frazier in left, and Lonnie White Jr. in right. But if we do, it's not going to be for a few years because Lonnie White Jr. ain't going to be ready anytime soon. So there's one other outfielder that we went for, um, other than Luke Brown, who's sort of like, we don't know. He might get some time in uh, um, in Bradenton this year. He might not. You know, Maybe we'll take a look at him. But 
Uh, the other guy was, I don't even see him on this list, Braylon Bishop, right? Okay, Braylon Bishop. So we know he's, he was like the best player in Mississippi, I think, or Mississippi or one of those southern states, you know, um, Alabama, Arkansas. I don't know. It might have been one of those. I'm not really sure. But anyway, like we do know that Braylon Bishop was a good player. And we know that Lonnie White Jr. was a good player. This other guy, Luke Brown, he signed. And I've never looked him up, to be honest with you. So why not, right? Because we know these other guys suck. Uh, Luke Brown. Let's see. Pirates. You spin me like round, baby, like round, like a record, baby, like round, round, round. Okay, did he get any playing time with the Pirates? Well, you know what? He did. He played for the Pirates Gold, and this has never been reported until just now. We are the only podcast to ever mention the name Luke Brown. Actually, probably Anthony and... um, and Tank have looked at this guy. But other than that, you know, the only podcast to ever look at Luke Brown. Because the dude pay- played a couple years at Louisville. Um, but when he went to Pirates Gold, he had 53 at-bats. No doubles. One triple. No home runs. Boy, that's really bad. He batted 156. You know what? Forget about Luke Brown. <laughs> you know, it doesn't look like... If he could do that in Pirates Gold at age 22... That dude ain't happening, you know. So forget we even drafted Luke Brown. Um, so let's go to guys that'll be in Bradenton um, other than Lonnie White Jr., right? I mean, uh, we know that if we pull up the minor league baseball app, we know that there was guys in Bradenton last year. Now, whether these guys will be with Bradenton this year, I don't know, man. Whether we bring someone up like Chang if he's an outfielder, I don't know. Probably. But as far as the outfielders in Bradenton last year, I don't think there was anybody that we could get too excited. I mean, the outfield just stinks, right? I mean, um, Jace Bowen is a guy Tank is personal friends with, but he's never going to be good enough to hit in the major leagues, right? I mean, this guy is even on the Pirates, who is just the worst team in baseball other than Baltimore, and pretty much they give everyone a shot at some point. I don't even know if Jace Bowen's going to get a shot on the Pirates ever. You know, that's how bad this guy is. Um, you got Jack Herman, who's older. He was hurt. He came back. He did okay. But the guy's pretty old for Bradenton, right? I mean, the odds of this guy being a decent major league player, not good, right? And then we got Sammy Siani, who was actually like a middle. He was a middle pick between the first and second round, like a compensatory pick. And he batted lousy around 215 pretty much the same as Hudson Head you know they both batted around 210 215 in Bradenton I mean that's how sad the outfielders are I mean other than Lonnie White Jr. there's nobody you really want to watch in Bradenton this year on the outfield well you know what you gotta throw Braylon Bishop in there right so you got Braylon Bishop you got Lonnie White Jr. and then one of these stiffs will probably be in there Hopefully not that guy that batted 150 for Pirates Gold because that dude, as a ninth-round pick, looks like he blows. You know, he's no good. But, yeah, I mean, we got guys like Jake Snyder, Daniel Riviero. Um, You know, it's just not good, right? So we know that the outfield in the Pittsburgh Pirates system is pretty dearth of talent. You know, it is not good at all. Thank God that Matthew Frazier 
you know, stepped up last year because we have no outfielders in the system. If we go to Greensboro, where some of these guys will stay in Greensboro and some of these guys will move up to double A, do we have any outfield talent? Because so far, it doesn't look like it, right? Absolutely not, right? I mean, you got guys like Matt Gorski, Will Matheson, Chase Murray, Blake Sable, and Lolo Sanchez. Now, Lolo Sanchez was kind of fun to mention. I mean, he's a little guy that had a little more pop than you would expect. He's somewhat speedy. But is he a guy that you expect to impact the major leagues? Very, very slim chance, right? A long, long shot that he's ever going to, you know, he might, like I said, on the Pirates, everybody gets a chance. But is he going to be any good? He'll probably be, at the best, he'll probably be like a Jared Oliva. You give him a chance, he sucks, you never hear from him again. Um, So that's why we traded for Connor Scott. I mean, we had to get more outfielders in the system, right? Connor Scott is a guy that was a number one draft pick. He was 13th in the draft in the same draft that we got Travis Swaggerty at number 10. Now, we know Travis Swaggerty busted out. Uh, We'll come back to him later. Um, Some people claim that he's not a bust yet, but it didn't look good, right? I mean, Travis Swaggerty came up. He batted like 240. Then he came up another year, and his his ops was like 720. And then he came up to AAA last year, and 40 at-bats, his average was 220. I mean, he had three home runs is probably the only good thing you could say about him. And because he had three home runs in like a dozen games, they put an article in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette about, hey, you know, our number one pick might be up. I mean, does that really matter? Because out of the last 10 number one picks of the Pittsburgh Pirates, hardly any of them have made an impact, let alone like, I don't know, man, even like made the team. You know what I mean? I mean, we have guys hanging around like Cole Tucker. Um, Now, granted, we had one good year of the shortstop, you know, Uh, and he's going to be back this year. So we had one good year of Kevin Newman. But I mean, Cole Tucker's never even had a good, he had a good week, right? But that's about it. And this guy was our first round pick. And on any other team, this guy would be so far gone from the 40-man roster that you would not even see his hair flying around at all, you know? But on this team, you know, it's just, they don't want to spend anybody. It's not like we're going to sign anybody, right? So we're trying to build a team of all young guys, whether they come through the draft whether they come through international signings, whether they come through trades of dumping guys that actually panned out like Brian Reynolds. Regardless, you know, we're going to try to build a team that doesn't cost any money, you know. So Brian Reynolds will be gone, and who knows who we're going to put in the outfield. So what I was saying is, thank God we picked up a guy like Connor Scott who was a first-round draft pick, right? He came out in the same draft. I don't know if it was 2017 or 2018, probably 2018, the same draft as Swaggerty. And he was three picks after Swaggerty. And, I mean, at least he stayed healthy. So you could make the case that he's a little better than Swaggerty. But his stats in A-ball are exactly the same as Swaggerty. So, I mean, there's nothing to get excited about, right? I mean, he's got a, a 250, 260 average. He's got some doubles. He's got some home runs. But, you know, he needs to either make a step forward this year Hudson Head needs... I mean, if you're talking about Greensboro's outfield, you're talking about Connor Scott, Hudson Head, and Sam Asiani. Three guys that, again, on any other team might not even be in the system anymore. But on this team, we're hoping that one of them steps up. But they've all done quite bad, you know? Like, not good at all, you know, for 
a first-round pick um, for a guy that was in the middle of the first and second rounds and for a guy Hudson had who people in Pittsburgh were excited about because he was actually in our top 10 for a year after we got him in a trade for Joe Musgrove, but really was never that good. I mean, he really shouldn't have been in the top 10. He's exactly the same as um, Marcano, um, who was also in the top 10 for some reason in San Diego Padres' system. But these guys never really had a chance to make it, right? I mean, it's not like Hudson Head was ever going to be an impact major league player. Um, And it's certainly not a chance that Marcano was ever going to be an impact major league player. At this point, you know, we've pretty much flown the coop on all of these guys. But there's a chance that somebody might have a Matt Frazier type year. And if that's going to be anybody, it's most likely going to be either Connor Scott, Hudson Head, or Sami Siani, right? But I wouldn't bet on Matt Gorski or Will Matheson or Chase Murray or Blake Sable. You know, some of these guys that actually get on Twitter, you know, thanks to Tank and Mad Dog and uh, Anth and all those dudes. But, um, you know, whether NOLA LA wants to put them on Twitter or not, these guys are probably never going to sniff the major leagues. Other than, like I said, if you're in the Pittsburgh Pirates system, they're probably going to bring you up because how many at-bats have they given Cole Tucker? You know, I mean, it's just... It's a little embarrassing to even say. I'm afraid to even look it up because I'm embarrassed, you know. And you know what? Cole Tucker's going to get more at-bats. So then you look to Altoona, and you know that our number one outfield prospect, other than maybe Lonnie White Jr., is in Altoona right now, and that is Matt Frazier. I mean, we don't have any other outfielders listed in Altoona other than Matt Frazier. I mean, if you want to consider Daniel, Daniel Amaral, an outfielder, you could put him in the discussion. Or if you want to include Brent Sitta as an actual outfielder, you can include him in the discussion. But for the most part, God knows what Altoona's outfield is going to look like. I mean, it's basically going to be Matt Frazier and a bunch of other guys who aren't worth mentioning. You know, who knows if they're even on the roster yet? I mean, we'll probably pick some guys up on the scrap heap. And then if we go to Indy last year, You know, then we have some of these guys that we talked about that in the past we may have had some hope that they may have had an impact at some point. You know, a guy like Cal Mitchell who wasn't even protected in the Rule 5 draft. Um, You know, we're not expecting anything of him, obviously. Um, A guy like Chris Sharp, not good. You know, I mean, Chris Sharp, I can't even make him in the discussion at this point. I have no idea why he's still in the system, if he is. I mean... For all I know, this morning they gave him his walking papers in Bradenton. Um, you got Bly Madris, who has an older guy, probably never going to do anything, but you never know. I mean, as bad as our outfield is with Anthony Alford, um, Ben Gamble, if those guys get hurt, it's pretty thin, right? I mean, you got the speedy guy that you picked up from the New York Yankees. You got Kenneth Smith Nigma, and you got... Um, Suwinski, guys that were added to the 40-man. But for the most part, we got no outfielders. And there's even a guy named Fabrico Masias listed as an outfielder. So, I mean, the outfielders are really bad, which is why in this year's draft, you got to think they're going to take an outfielder early, right? I mean, there are outfielders available. There's a couple high school outfielders available. 
that have gotten some mention. Um, trying to think, the guy that was on the Atlanta Braves for the longest time, his son is coming out in the draft, um, and I'm talking about Andrew Jones, and his son is just Drew, I guess, um, not Andrew. So you got Andrew Jones, who was kind of a beast for years and years with Atlanta when they were winning all those titles, uh, and then you got his son Drew Jones who is widely considered to be a top five pick. <clears throat> and other, other than that, you got the guy that um, Anthony was hyping up forever. And, you know, he has slipped. So there's a good chance he's going to be available if the Pirates want him. Um, but I'm gonna, I don't even know if I have, like, let's see, draft thoughts. I don't know if there's anything in this article. Um, probably not. Uh, I don't know what that dude's name is, but... There are some outfielders available. There's a college outfielder or two available. There'll be guys that jump up, but certainly we need outfielders in this system because we don't have any. I mean, hopefully Matt Frazier pans out, right? I mean, hopefully Cannon Smith Nigma isn't terrible. And maybe even, you know, on a wing and a prayer, Travis Swaggerty actually, you know, brings his career back to fruition. Or maybe Connor Scott or Sammy Siani, or Hudson Head. Very unlikely, but maybe one of those guys actually learns how to try to play baseball and not strike out and have like a 200 average in Bradenton. You know what I mean? Like hopefully we can find an outfielder somewhere. If not, you know, we're going to have to get some in the Brian Reynolds trade and we're going to have to draft some this year. And if we have a Rule 5 draft, we're going to probably have to take a couple. You know, at least guys that we can... I don't know. You wouldn't be able to play them at Altoona because you got to keep them on your roster all year, right? You know, we would have to, like, I don't know, send those other guys back down to Altoona. We don't even have enough outfielders to, like, have a team in Altoona yet. So I don't know where we're going to come up with these guys. Maybe that guy that, that we looked up that we drafted in the ninth round this year and he batted 150 for Pirates Gold, which is why nobody's talking about him. I don't know, man. I have no idea where you're going to get your outfielders for Altoona or, you know, whatnot. But in Greensboro, at least you have some outfielders there as far as, you know, Hudson Head, Sam Isiani, and, um, uh, and Connor Scott. I mean, they all suck, but at least you have an outfield. In Altoona, you got one guy, Matt Frazier. And then in Bradenton, you got two guys, right? You got um, Braylon Bishop. And Lonnie White Jr., who we're hoping really pans out. You know, we really like Lonnie White Jr. He's a guy that could be Brian Reynolds in four years. And we'd actually have him for a few years before we trade him for max value. Um, so we would have him probably from like 2026, 2027, and 2028. Now, we know that Brian Reynolds is going to be long gone by then. But, I mean, he would probably take over for Brian Reynolds, you know, as far as the face of the franchise or whatnot. I mean, at least from an outfield standpoint. I mean, long gone are the days when we had what we thought were three really good outfielders, right? We had Andrew McCutcheon. We had um, Marte Parte. And we still had hope that Polanco would be decent. And those guys would be jumping around, you know, high-fiving each other after every win. And now... The outfield is looking pretty bad. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the best case scenario if we have Major League Baseball this year. Um, we keep Brian Reynolds all year. Anthony Alford, you know, and I think he does have the chance. Anthony Alford plays decent. 
and Ben Gamble stays healthy and plays decent. I mean, if that pans out over like how many games we have this year, whether it's 60 games or 90 games or whatever, that's not, it's not a train wreck, right? Because you could also put other guys in there from time to time. Like we got three of them, really. You could also throw Cat and Smith Nigma, Travis Swaggerty, or um, that other dude, you know, the, the, uh, the Polish dude in there part-time. So, I mean, the outfield in the major leagues, it's not necessarily going to be terrible. It's just probably going to be terrible, you know. But there might be a little depth. But once we get past the major leagues, as I just showed you, I mean, you guys, you got guys like Brent Sitta and Will Matheson. I mean, who the hell are these guys, you know? You don't know. You don't want to know, trust me. I mean, if, it's, if at any point these guys garner knowing, I'll let you know. But at this point, no, not going to happen. But you know what? I'm just happy to be able to have a nice podcast out here on the deck, in the sun, sitting with my two dogs and two cats, and my dogs didn't bark, and maybe they'll make some progress in the talks this week. Maybe they won't. But God, I hope the Pirates, you know, make some progress with their outfield at some point because this outfield is just a dearth. You know, it's like it's like angels in the outfield. There's nobody there. I mean, they're, they're like ghosts of, like, Pirates past, you know, like Andrew McCutcheon or whoever. So, I mean, let's hope that the Pittsburgh Pirates outfield improves at some point. Until then, we're almost out of the winter, right? You get days like this where you could actually sit outside in the sun. So God love you. The devil loves you. My pets love you. You know, just take it easy. Enjoy your life. Don't take things too seriously. Don't get angry about money or politics or any of that stupid stuff. Certainly don't get angry about the baseball lockout because it's just a bunch of fools anyway. Just enjoy your life. Peace out.